Thanks for joining me this week on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports. And uh, as uh, uh, the world we live in is changing and the world of retail is changing, joined this week by Ryan Gellis, uh, founding partner of RMG, uh, helping brands make uh, connections with their customers. He's got a background in, in retail technology for 10 years, e-commerce strategy, management, uh, has worked with uh, Charming Charlie, Sally Beauty, Verizon, among others. And uh, Ryan, thanks for uh, taking a few moments. Uh, I know it's a busy time, a busy time for everyone, uh, and joining me this week. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Sure. Um, the, uh, the the retail world is uh, is kind of changing before our eyes, and uh, uh, e-commerce, online sales up 30 percent. Um, does that mean, uh, uh, before we talk sport, does that mean kind of the, the death of, uh, of brick-and-mortar retailers or kind of uh, adapting? What, what are they kind of uh, being forced to do right now? Uh, it's, it's not even close to the death of retail. Uh, you know, it's funny. A lot of people hear uh, that e-commerce is up, and so they automatically assume businesses are up. And what's interesting is that e-commerce typically, for, for the average business, usually represents somewhere between 5 and 10% of their total revenue. So, yeah, even though e-commerce might be up, there's still physical businesses that have physical retail spaces that are hurting from the pandemic. Yeah, you've mentioned that clothes, watches, jewelry, some luxury goods uh, will remain popular in, uh, in physical retail but uh, um, uh, products we have to try on, et cetera, that's maybe changing slowly. But uh, uh, anything else that, uh, to, to watch that's going to be strong in physical retail? And what are the, the hot growing uh, uh, parts of, uh, of e-commerce? Sure. Yeah, I think anything in retail where there's a physical experience for the customer. Um, so you talk about sports. I think sporting goods is a great industry to look at when it comes to the physical retail and where online plays and where online doesn't because there are a lot of things in uh, sporting goods stores, for example, you know, if I buy a new football or basketball, new weights, uh, I might want to buy new shooting equipment. Um, those are things that I probably want to touch, the things I want to hold, I want to feel, I want to try out before I buy them. And there's a limitation in the e-commerce space. Uh, and that limitation is that there's there's the, the products that you're buying are tangible online. Sure, you can look at them and you can get a sense of whether the size will fit or uh, if it's a brand you like or things like that. Um, you know, but you had mentioned jewelry and accessories, and especially I'm mentioning sporting goods. Uh, the, these are things that uh, unless you purchase before, it's really hard to get a good sense for what it's like in the real world to use that product. And so, um, for that reason, I don't think that you know e-commerce in general is going to totally replace retail. Um, they both have their their place, um, but I think retail is going to shift a little bit to how consumers operate and uh, and potentially purchase both online and in store. Yeah, and the retailers will have to to switch as well. We're with Ryan Gallus this week, founding partner RMG, and and. Uh, Ryan, is, is it generational? Are the uh, uh, my parents who are in their 70s, while they do maybe a little online shopping, they love they like spending the day going out and shopping versus uh, millennials are who are uh, who are growing up with this online marketplace. Uh, does generation make a difference? Absolutely. Uh, I think a lot of the shifts that we see in how people are shopping are largely split by the generations. Um, millennials, Gen Z, people who have been connected to social media interacted with brands differently 
and older generations are used to. When people go to a, a physical retail store, there's usually one of a few reasons why they're going. They're either going to fill an immediate need. Uh, maybe uh, you have a softball game and you can't find the bat that you need and nobody has a bat and you need to go pick up the bat. You can't order on Amazon and get it within minutes, even though Amazon technology is getting great and they might get there yeah. uh, someday soon. You still have to go into a physical store. Um, you might want to talk to an expert and understand, you know, maybe I'm buying your shooting equipment and I don't really know what I want. And I want to talk to somebody who's more experienced that can help guide me in that sale. Or they might just want a more tangible experience. They might want to go in and physically be in the store, breathe in the smells, listen to the music, walk down the aisles. And I think the older generations are more used to that. Whereas the, the younger generations are a little less in touch with that tangible side. But that doesn't mean that they don't also appreciate going into the stores for those same reasons. It's just less likely that the younger generations will. Um, but they still do. Yeah, we're with Ryan Gallus from RMG, helping uh, brands and retailers make connections with their with their customers and talk turn into sports. Ryan, um, there's big uh, e-commerce sites like Fanatics and then NBA.com and NFL.com and MLB.com do a do a huge uh, online business. What are those sites uh, to get your opinion? What are those sites doing well and what uh, can they improve on? Sure. I think that the uh, the customer experience of those sites, they have the buy-in of the customers being able to uh, tie together, uh, you know, the organizations and the, uh, the the thing about people buying is that when you buy into a, you know, buying a product, the product is functional, something you need, like a cup of coffee. But then buying into a brand, like what makes you go buy Starbucks, for example, when it's a very expensive cup of coffee versus something that might be just as good, that experience is really important to consumers, and it's what drives sales. It's what drives sales in retail, and it's also what drives sales online. And so for organizations like you know the NBA, MLB, et cetera, um, there's a huge experience. I mean, the organization exists as an experience around the sports uh, and the fans that they're catering to. And so they have this huge experience play going for them where they can tie into all of the stats and all of the players and all of the teams and locales. And uh, it, it's much more uh, personal for customers going on those, those stores versus maybe going to shop for like a new pair of sneakers or something where there's a lot more competition. What about uh, what about a lost year of kind of uh, a retail for uh, uh, baseball teams, football teams, Ryan, other uh, sports organizations that aren't having fans at the stadium? I mean, they do a tremendous uh, retail souvenir uh, business at the stadiums it's, and arenas. Uh, how do teams uh, rebound from that, or what's the outlook for that? Sure. Yeah, so... Uh Every business that we work with personally, and then especially those businesses, I think the strategy is the same. They really need to double down on their digital channels, work on personalized experiences to get people excited, to get people buying, uh, really try and push the merchandise that they can sell online, put experiences uh, that people can purchase for online, um, especially those types of businesses potentially looking into some type of subscription products. That's always very hot in the uh, e-commerce space. Uh, but look, I think everybody that's got retail today is absolutely hurting from the pandemic and especially the back and forth of the pandemic as it kind of, you know, gets hot in one state and then hot in another. And so uh, the best strategy that you can have as a business is this buzzword that everybody says omni-channel, uh, which really means make sure that your business is present everywhere, that people can shop. 
And so uh, the digital channels are extremely important right now because the physical space, there's just really no way around uh, getting around the fact that, uh, that people can't physically come to games or shop, those types of things. And so they need to supplement those physical strategies that they have in place as a business uh, with being able to sell to customers online. And that takes some creativity. Sure. Talking uh, two more things with Ryan Gallus, uh, e-commerce expert. And um, Ryan, what, maybe one place that isn't hurting that I've been getting uh, press releases on is PGA Superstore. Um, they're claiming to be up almost 30 uh, percent in their sales. They do online and they have stores. Is that because golf is one of the, uh, the sports that we've been playing during a pandemic or are they doing things right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh I, I think that probably has a little bit to do with it. Uh, I will tell you that in general, what we're seeing in the industry is that most you know, e-commerce stores are up about 30%. The stores that have not necessarily followed that trend typically have fit into more luxury goods, especially because people haven't been going out or dressing to impress as much. And so you know, things like uh, high fashion and stuff like that have been trending a little bit less than uh, you know, the, the ups uh, that we've seen more generally in the market. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, in general, e-commerce is up, and I don't know that PGA necessarily is just because uh, PGA being you know, golf being something that people can play um, when the pandemic's going on, but uh, that certainly could have something to do with it. I think they're probably just seeing more of that general trend um, that e-commerce stores are seeing because um, it is something that people can still continue to do um, that they haven't really been barred from with the pandemic going on. Yeah, one one other thing that's been booming. I don't know how closely you follow the on online auction sites, uh, but the sport sports memorabilia, sports collecting uh, universe has been booming during the pandemic as well. Uh, um, record record sales and record prices being paid for pieces of sports memorabilia. Is that because uh, people don't have anything else to do, or uh, is that just that's just an easy way to? Uh, um, to uh, to buy things during a pandemic, or is the sports collecting uh, world uh, coming back? I don't know how if you followed that closely at all. I think it's funny because um, Tops actually one of the major platforms we work with is uh, an Adobe platform called Magento, and Tops yep. uh, one of the original clients of that platform. So uh, I never really collected cards as a kid. I had a lot of friends that did. Um, I had a hard time getting into it because I was really bad at finding the, the cards that were worth anything. <laughs> but um, I think it's a combination of, of all of the above, to be honest with you. So everything in retail is about the experience because, you know, we work and we make money and we want to spend that money on things that we enjoy. And so when consumers are stuck at home and there's not as much to do, you have consumers who are fans of sports, and so they're going to turn to things related to sports that they can enjoy. And I think you see memorabilia maybe coming back in some fashion because they're at home and they have the time. Uh, we're also in a pandemic where uh, job uh, security is something that people are worried about across the country. And so, you know, maybe it's a way for people to make some extra cash. And, uh, you know, then they get back into it and they're like, hey, this is actually pretty fun. How can I trade this? How can I sell it? So I think it's a combination of all of the above. And really, at the end of the day, I think it boils down to that, that customer experience and the setting that they're in. And it just so happens that, you know, the stars align for, um, you know, that type of uh, customer experience to, to maybe start trending again. Great, great analysis, Ryan. Uh, we've uh, wrapping up here with Ryan Gellis. If, if people want to find out, listeners want to find out more about RMG, Ryan, and what you guys do, where can they go? Sure. Yeah, uh, they can find us online at rmgmedia.com. 
We just actually launched a brand new podcast today trying to help people who are starting uh, new businesses um, or are engaged in established businesses and are looking for new ways to grow. It's called uh, Digital Conversations. You can find that over on our website. Great. I'll get, definitely give that a listen, and uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Uh, thanks for your time today, Ryan. Great stuff. Hey, lots of having me. I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks.